0: Hello, welcome again to Grass in the Sky. Got Cracker for you again this week. Episode four, I believe. I spoke to David Murphy, who runs a pub in Netherfield in Nottingham called It's In The Bank, I double N. And I met him briefly last week, as usual. Don't like to know a lot about people that I talk to. But I'll tell you what, I didn't, excuse the pun, bank on... Stuff coming up, like um, Hieronymus Bosch, Charlie Parker, not the jazz musician, uh, Lee Child, Jack Reacher, Tom, obviously, you know, we talked about Jack Reacher. I brought Tom Cruise up, obviously, because Tom has to be brought up. But obviously, you know, David, an avid reader. I I thought we were going to talk about catering and pub life and club life and his background. And we did, but, you know, lots of lovely things came up as well. So yeah, I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation with this extremely interesting and very very kind man. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm speaking this week to the lovely David Murphy, who's just um said I'm calling Murph at his pub in Netherfield in Nottinghamshire. Uh, and the pub is called, it's in the bank. And I really very intelligently just said, did it used to be a bank, is that why? And I yeah, believe it
1: did. It did, yeah. It was, I think 1904 it opened as a Lloyds Bank, closed in 1997. Um, the people that I originally worked for spent two years doing it up. We opened in 99. I managed it for them for two years and then I took on the lease myself and me and my wife had been running it between us for 23 and a half years nearly 23
0: and a half years yeah same pub i have no idea it was
1: that long yeah
0: it's it's a lovely it's what i call you know it's one of those lovely pubs that are sadly dying out aren't
1: they yeah yeah in reality yeah a local boozer.
0: yeah yeah (laughs) And you can tell, because it's got a lovely atmosphere. I've only been in a couple of times. Um, but it's just one of those lovely, warm, welcoming local pubs,
1: isn't it? We hope to be, yeah, uh, we do. Well,
0: what, you hope to survive, do you?
1: Yeah, to be fair, obviously a couple of years ago, we I'll never forget the Friday, uh, Nicky rang up and said, well, you know, the lockdown is happening, we, we have to close. Um, and we had a bit, of lo- loads of soul searching. We sat there um, all day on the Saturday, just saying like, what? Because you know, pe- people assume because you've got your own business that you're a millionaire. Yes. And they don't understand sometimes the process of being in business yourself. Sometimes means you work twice as many hours as everybody else for the same money. You know. So we we had no idea what we were going to do. We were in a real tight, hard situation, not knowing whether or not we would be able to reopen. And we just did a few bits and bobs. We started selling food online and the support locally was unreal. You know, we we were doing Sunday dinners, um, cake boxes, donut boxes, things we'd never done before. Um, And the the great thing in terms of reopening is that some of those things are still, we're not delivering 150 Sunday dinners anymore. But we're still delivering thirty and forty, you know. And we're still keeping in touch. Some of our best customers on that catering have never ever been in the pub. We'll never be in the pub, you Isn't know. They're right? not pub people, yeah. Right. But they ring us up. They're on the phone to us all the time. As, you know, we. So, so they
0: just got to know what through the grapevine. You got that to know you us the grapevine, food during the yeah, lockdown, and yeah. you were willing to deliver
1: that food. Exactly time, right, yeah. yeah. So we um, we did some. Um, Community voluntary work for the local council. Um, they were doing food banks, yes. and they wanted fresh food and fresh soups going out. Um, oh, yeah. And we approached them and asked if we could get involved. So we ended up. It was about seven and a half thousand meals we cooked over the first thirteen, fourteen weeks of the lockdown. Yeah, it was. Um, and was that for the food bank? For the food bank, yeah. They were sending out fresh food. We were cooking three days a week: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And they were sending obviously the fresh food out Monday, Tuesday, and then the next lot of fresh food Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday. That
0: is quite. That is staggering.
1: Yeah, it was. It was nice to get involved. Yes. To be fair, you know. Yes. I mean, we, we won a, a local award, a um, Pride of Gedling award, and I said it. It, it really. I don't know, it should have gone to our customers because if we hadn't have had the focus of things they were asking us to do, yeah. we may have just gone home and watched Pointless and, <laughs> you know, and and, and and never come back. No, um, but we ended up... But anybody um,
0: who ends up doing what you've done, 7,000 meals during lockdown yeah. for the food bank... Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody like that would say it should have gone to the customers, but I'm sure the customers agree with me. No, you were, you Nikki, were very much deserving of that.
1: Yeah, it was really. I mean, enormous. we were
0: talking before we started recording, and because I saw a little menu on your on your table, and you're still doing what what is called takeout Thursdays, where you offer four courses um, for people to take home. Yes, yeah, And you've to already me, done deliveries today. Is I've that delivered
1: right? about. I've delivered to about. houses this afternoon yeah and then people know about it now so we our late arrivals often have um you know take take the same food away yeah Yeah,
0: okay yeah well i've just looked at that um and i'll be taking some spicy butternut squash soup if you don't mind (laughs) it's really
1: nice to be fair Uh, it sounds delicious
0: love it and there's an apple pie and custard so i'm set
1: yeah you've done (laughs) two courses and the right to
0: so, how long, you said 23 and a half years approximately,
1: you and Nikki have been here? Yeah, here. Yeah. Um, Nikki's been just over 20 years. We've been together 20 years. I was going to say, how long yeah. have you been married? Married 12 years right. uh, a couple of weeks ago. But been
0: together? Been
1: together nearly 20, oh, just under right. 20 Lovely. years, yeah. Okay. Nikki's a, a fair few years younger than me. Um, Nikki's, I think she's 17 years younger than me Is currently, she? yeah. It was, it'll be a birthday. She'll be 16 years younger than me in a, in a couple of weeks. Um,
0: you look like a spring chicken.
1: I know, yeah, yeah. One of those spring chickens that's been round the block a few times. <laughs> that
0: would <went bad>. it. <laughs> no, so you've been together. Do you, do you have children together?
1: No, we don't. No, I have a son. Um, proud as anything. My, yes. my, my lad James is 27. Um, right. He... Just started his new job at a recruitment agency in Nottingham, but he worked for Manchester United for two years as an accountant. Ah,
0: right. you know, I met you briefly last week, didn't I? I tell everyone. Yeah, why not? (laughs) And I do remember you mentioning it, yeah, Yeah. because you're you're even more proud because you're a football fan, aren't you?
1: Oh, yeah. I've been... um, I've been a United fan forever, to be fair, you know, for as long as I can remember. Um, I mentioned before, my granddad um, used to sell cattle from Ireland, we're from the west coast of Ireland, County Mayo, and my granddad used to sell cattle in Cheshire, and was invited to football matches in the 40s and 50s, my uncle Johnny, God rest his soul, he died um, just a couple of months ago, Johnny got us all involved in it. and. And obviously at the time i was born in 67 so we're still you know quite a good t- team at that time and i remember the, the earliest game i think i remember is the fa cup in 76 the final one we lost to southampton i cried for a week um i became a season ticket holder about 35 years ago and um, james season ticket holder and then a couple of years ago when he rang me up and told me he would got the job at united I literally bored everyone to death in the pub. <laughs> I literally told every single person I was going through my phone. Hey, old Mick, I know I haven't talked to you for seven years, but my <laughs> lad's got a job at Manchester United. Oh, why not? Eh? It was a very, very, very proud day for me. And That's He's so moved good. on. He's been—he was there two years. Right? He's had an opportunity closer to home, and yeah. he's took it. And I was considering blocking him on my phone and taking him <laughs> off, taking him off everything. But he, he's—he's—he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. so. I've had two years. I was a little bit annoyed because um, the two years he was there, he was he was promised, you know, if they got to finals, we got tickets and and um, matched our hospitality, and then COVID struck. Um, so all I got out of his time at United was a borrowed Cadbury's chocolate with a United logo on it and a face mask. Um, but yeah, he's um, very, very proud of him. But yeah, he's my son, um, but Nicky has been more than phenomenal with him, you know, forever. Yes, so, I'm sure, yeah.
0: That's an interesting story about your son, isn't it? I'm see there when you're such a massive fan. Is it? Is he a football fan?
1: James came to me we brought him to about 10 um, matches at Knott's Forest and probably 10 or 11 games at County Um, and then I took him to United um, first game of the season it was against Newcastle because of the 70,000 fans or 80,000 fans I just thought at the age of 2 and 3 he was too young you know he'd he'd been in United shirts since he was one week old Uh he'd had every shirt going we took him to the first game of the season it was against Newcastle. We won 2 0. He'd had Andy Cole painted on his face, number nine, and Cole scored one of the goals. <laughs> Ronnie Johnson scored the other one. And he's been struck since then. He's had a season ticket since he was five. Oh, has he? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So do you still get there with him? We still get to go, not as often as I like, because I mentioned as well as the pub we we do outside catering and these people keep getting married on a Saturday and unfortunately but James goes up when I don't Um, uh, we're playing Chelsea tonight should have been going tonight but because he started his new job he didn't want to uh, his feet aren't under the table enough yet so he hasn't asked them if he can leave early so He's going to come and watch it with me tonight. So it's
0: my new Chelsea tonight? United
1: Chelsea at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that should be
1: a good game. Yeah, it it should be for Chelsea fans currently. Oh, right, okay. I I once sent a text message to a very good friend of mine, a United fan, and it was a couple of years after Fergie had left, and the text message went, "We're we're in our 50s, we've had Ralph Milne, Russell Beardsmore, we've had finishing 6th and 7th and occasionally winning an FA Cup, we'll be OK. But I worry for our children. <laughs> because at the time, my friend Coco, his daughter, had been to Wembley 30 times. James had been the same. They'd only ever known, you know, winning. And, 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 yeah, And the devastation of occasionally finishing 2nd in the Premier League, but winning the FA Cup or... You know, sometimes winning nothing, but you knew you had a chance the year after. Yes. That has now gone. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Well, I'm saying that. As, as much as I used to watch football, I haven't watched it for a while. No. So, um, I mean, we, when I met you in here last week, it was the day that the new manager was on, on your big screen here. Yeah, that's right. Sky yeah, Sports. Ten Hag, yeah. Um, what's his name?
1: Eric Ten Hag.
0: Wow. I wasn't
1: familiar with that a for legend it in the making is, is, it, is <laughs> no. it
0: is he an ex-player
1: I, I don't know if he played he, he was at um he was a, an assistant to pep guardiola at Bayern munich oh, you he said you think said, i think he yes. was at rb leipzig yeah. or, or or rb maybe the other red Bull team salzburg um and then he's been at ix but at ix he's got them to one Ajax. semi-final of the european Cup. And he's won the league three times, won the cup a couple of times. So awesome. he's got a pedigree in a lower league, you know, in a in a less prestigious okay. league.
0: No, I, I did I did glaze over a little bit there because as soon as you said Ajax, it just takes me to Delboy, I'm afraid. I don't yeah. Know if you remember them, was it to Holland back? I can't I remember. Yeah. I think <laughs> hey, rather, I, I, yeah. I think they said say something in Dutch and he and he waved at the boat and said Ajax. <laughs> you <know, I> <laughs> Right, so that fella with that unusual name. Well, good luck to him. He'll need it, won't
1: he? He definitely will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he definitely will. I mean, we're all we're all whether we go to the games or not. We're all armchair experts, you know. And we can <laughs> all. I mean, there is something going on at the moment. I have wished ill will to Mino Raiola, who is um, <laughs> he's um, Paul Pogba's agent, and he's. Um, to me he's just he earns more money than any footballer on the planet yeah. and I think it's disgusting they but do. he's actually in a hospital in Milan ill I saw it on Sky Sports earlier and the Man United fan in me who hates him was overtaken by the humanitarian in me that thought I hope he's okay
0: yeah of course yeah. You, you, I
1: hope he never comes to Man U again he's ill <laughs> I don't know what's happened oh, you but don't he's, know. he's oh, poorly okay. yeah okay there you go I want to talk to you Laura. No
0: about your um uh, you work before you came to this pub really Yes. Yeah. i hear you have always been involved in pubs, clubs, catering is that yeah. right? Well, um, mainly, mainly in Nottingham?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah yeah my, my story um i i was at college doing a business studies course um and passed it and never used anything to do with any of the courses ever again you know i, I went I was working part-time at Madison's Nightclub mm-hmm. um, and just fell in love with that trade. I was—I went glass collecting at Madison's for a couple of years. I ended up on the bar and in the restaurant, bar supervisor and stuff. Yeah. And then I got taken to... I was in Derby for a while at the Paradise Club mm-hmm. um, as an assistant manager. I worked at the Robin Hood Tavern on Market Street in Nottingham, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. And from there, I heard that... Larry Lloyd at the stage door, who, I, who I'd met, he was running Sunset and Vine underneath yeah. Madison's. Larry Lloyd, who used to play for Forest. played for Forest, Forest. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a few other clubs, yeah. Big Larry, yeah. Big Larry, yeah. So I'd heard that he um, he had fired his manager, had fallen out with his manager at the weekend. <laughs> so I walked past, um, went to the Café Royal, crossed the road, waved in the window, walked past a minute later, went and got a couple of bait and cobs, walked past again and waved, and he shouted me in, and he said, oh, what are you up to now? And I handed my notice in at um, the Robin Hood Tavern and I went to work for Larry, um, which meant living in the city centre.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it meant going to nightclubs any night of the week, you know, being allowed. And I met, through Larry, I met some, some football players mm-hmm. and... I have literally been an insane football fan since day one, you yeah, know, no. panini stickers, everything. You
0: are Stato. Awesome. Yeah,
1: I saw Stato, yeah. Well I met I met John Robertson. Um, mm-hmm. John became an acquaintance. Um I was in the pub sometimes when other people... I mean, Larry was friends, big friends, with Windsor Davis. Was he? Yeah, and, and Windsor Davis well, came in. Well, obviously, probably
0: people can gather from from the name of the pub, the stage door. It was right up, a, a exactly opposite a the theatre. Exactly opposite theatre, yeah. The Theatre Royal. Theatre Royal,
1: yeah. So and the
0: Playhouse is around the corner as well. Isn't exactly it?
1: right, yeah. yeah. So we'd have, um, I mean, on the, on the sort of... Um, the Plum in the Mouth side we'd have Opera North and we'd have people coming in for Opera North but then we'd have <laughs> It Ain't <laughs> Half Hot mum and yeah. stuff like that and because Larry I suppose when they found out that Larry Lloyd an ex-European Cup winner was there that yeah. they came over and we I remember one of the guys and his, his name has gone out gone out in my head he was in um he was James Herriot the, the, in the VET programme. Oh, um, my
0: goodness, yes.
1: Yeah, he was sitting eating breakfast the, the original, in our... The uh, original
0: James Herriot. Oh. Christopher Timothy, not It, it may be
1: him. Yeah. It may be him. I think that's his name. He sat in our bar having breakfast oh. one day, and I went over and sat next to him and yeah. started talking to him. And he, The problem is that I've sort of found is when you meet... Not, not your, your heroes because I haven't really met I haven't really sat in rooms with heroes but people that are famous yes. you just imagine them to be not human almost you know and you end up sitting next to them I mean you lived with a an icon my dad your dad <laughs> an icon you know I, I I have been I have mumbled over the years in the pubs I have when when I, when I was working at the Robin Hood Town Morton Harkin um <laughs> Came in from our heart and, uh-huh. and they had, yeah, and they had meals me. there. Yeah, I was there, standing next to him. He was about two foot shorter than I was. You know, which doesn't was come it? through on that take on me video. Well, no,
0: all right. But it's about, about five Dave, two. you've got to say how tall you are. Yeah,
1: I'm six five. There you go. So he was a lot shorter. <laughs> but then meeting people with Larry and having these people, some of them coming over. We had When I worked at Madison's, we had Odyssey, the band, come oh, and, and play, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and Motley Crue were in there. as oh, So you saw. I'm not name dropping because I don't know any of these people, you know, but in terms of the pub trade, I met loads of people I probably shouldn't have. Um, Larry um, and Kenny Burns, I met through Larry, and I still yeah. speak to Kenny occasionally on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's opened a world of things the pub trade Um, but I ended up um, I worked at Michael Isaacs nightclub in town which a lot of people will know Um, the funny story from Michael Isaacs is we had a queue of 400 people outside one day and a woman walked to the front with her boyfriend and she said oh I've got a gold card And I just said, can I just have you out of the reception a minute? And I shouted it to the 400 people waiting. Has any of you got a gold card? (laughs) And everyone, all 400, (laughs) waved them. We had an owner called Zach and his brother Kurt, they ran clubs for years. They were icons and I worked for them for a few years. But one thing Zach used to do is give out gold cards, which, you know, you were supposed to be... The creme de la creme, like confetti. <laughs> drive around in the daytime, just handing them out. So you felt special if you got in, but if there was a queue of 400, you had to go to the back of it, you yeah, because you I were the same you, as yeah. everybody. Um, but yeah, I worked in that with the club trade. Um, I, I worked. I moved to a pub called um, Ruby Tuesdays on Upper Parliament Street, okay. and I've had two visits there because. I left Ruby Tuesdays. The owners, uh, the Websters, Tracy and Gary Webster, moved to Florida. And I moved with them and ran a bar in Florida uh, for two years bar and restaurant. You're a, move a, move to moved somewhere in Florida. I know, in a place called Marco Island, okay. uh, which was lovely. Yes. Um, the famous people I met there was a guy called Hal Roach, who was an 80 year old Irish comedian whose big thing was he never swore. Um, and Hal t- Roach, Hal Roach, yeah, an old. Mm-hmm. He, he was um, he He's sadly passed away, but I yeah. thought he would because he was. He must have been eighty when I met him. Right. In ninety four, I was there just after the World Cup had been in a soccer had been in America. <laughs> so, and I also met Timothy Spall, who'd been in I think yeah, Boys yeah. from the Black stuff, yeah, and he's been yeah, in a few yeah. things since then, Harry Potter and stuff. Um, they had holiday homes there. Mm-hmm. Um, I came back and decided it was time to own my own businesses. I, I took a pub on in Long Eaton called the Railway. Um, it lasted about eighteen months there, and sadly had to walk away from it with, um, you know, a carrier bag full of stuff and nothing else. All, all, lost all my money on that.
0: Did you?
1: Yeah. And then um, my accountant at that place. Um, his name was Philip Roweth and he (laughs) rang me one day and said oh we bought this old bank in Netherfield with two partners do you want to come and look at managing it Um, and it was the Lloyds Bank which as previously mentioned had been opened in uh, 1904 and they took it over and I came in October 98 and apart from where I have opened another few businesses and we've had We've had a chip shop and a few other places, a cafe, sandwich shop, and a few other pubs. But I've remained constantly here. And to be fair, so, I think. So when the, who bought this place? It was an accountant, a builder, and, and a still, photographer.
0: So, like, is that a joke? No. No. Uh, so when they bought it, it was obviously the closed
1: bank and not a pub just being closed down if you look behind so you so they
0: visualized it becoming oh a pub, yeah they, they did
1: yeah, yeah with with managers flat above which i lived here that's the old document thing there's oh, a oh my goodness that's a night safe there um that's the, the original, Is that the, original, safe original? Door, the original night safe, safe from safe, yeah. the bank that's the original safe door there the safe has been We, we it's the kitchen now
0: right um
1: yes. but we have kept the door in place when we and first
0: old sort of wooden
1: set of drawers. Yeah, there's three or four of them. They were the original document drawers oh where you'd goodness. have your account details. Yeah. Oh. There was upstairs That's there's nice a nice
0: that you've got those
1: yeah. in, isn't it? Instead of the shredder upstairs there is a document burner, a fire. Is that? Um, yeah, fire. It's still in place. Um, basically they, you know, no shredding anything there, they just burnt everything
0: goodness so do you know that's, that's given it even more of a nice feel? I think you know
1: yeah we had one of our first customers in here in 99 was a woman who'd um, a lady who'd lived in one of the flats above yeah. they rented them off Lloyd's Bank right. and she'd been there in the 60s as a baby you know mm. we walked up showed her what we'd done with it oh did you
0: Lovely. Oh, what a nice thing to do so how long did it take them to get this
1: as a pub it was about a year was it it was about a year and we, um, the original, everything was bank related at the beginning, um, We, we the, uh, the original recipe, uh, the original menu was a safe door that you opened, you know, and, and the menu was inside. We had um, five pound notes, the old five pound notes, we gave them out saying, you know, five pound um, off two dinners and a bottle of wine. Um, and we'd replace we thought who is the most iconic bank manager in the history of england yeah and we put um arthur lowe from dad's you know, <laughs> army yeah I mean, he was a bank manager yeah so we had his face on the five pound notes instead of whatever monarch it was at the time oh, nice um yeah so we get we gave them out All well, everything was was money related we had a, a bank rolls we called the the cobs on the menu were bank rolls. Um, we had, um, there, there was a few bits and bobs, the old uh, safe door, the iron door inside the safe door, we had it on the wall as a, yeah. so, so yeah, we, yeah we, we, nice. we paid homage for all yeah, while. Yeah,
0: you did. Yeah. Good theme, eh? Hey? Yeah. So you're loving it being here, aren't
1: you? I absolutely love it. I'm 55. I've been in the, the pub trade, um, starting at Madison's at 18, mm. so it's getting a bit tighter for me than it is for Nikki. Nikki yeah. loves the the, the trade. it's just the hours now you know yes. I mean a, a few years ago I'd do these 12 hour shifts lifting yeah. barrels and setting up outside catering jobs and stuff and then yeah. you just get up and do it the next day now I get up and there are visible creaks you know yeah, you, you, you can, can hear the knees creaking and long back hours. A, long hours on and your a,
0: feet all day
1: yeah of course oh. yeah yeah and um like I said, most weekends we're doing people's weddings or birthday yeah. parties and stuff as well. Um, and do you have
0: time to yourselves then?
1: We've just started to have a couple of days off to actually have a breather. But then Nikki will find out that United are playing or there's a Champions League game on. And she knows that even though I'm there, and sometimes I sit with her and don't watch the matches, I've got to know what the... You know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my phone all the time. <laughs>
0: Didn't you tell me last week that you'd started to try and go around each city
1: in the UK oh, yeah, yeah. to a pub me, is Yeah, no, yeah. Me and Nikki made a um, we we. We decided to do city breaks, um, we found out 69 cities in the UK yeah. so the idea is, is to have a, a selfie, having a drink in every city centre and hopefully stay the night here yeah. and uh, last week we did St. Talbans Oh did you? Yeah we did St. Talbans, it was really really nice, we Good. stayed overnight Yeah. Um, but we've done, we've dotted them all over, you know, I mean, we have, we've finished Yorkshire, um, yeah. we've done Manchester, we've done Salford, Newcastle Birmingham but we've done Exeter as well you um, know we're we're trying to do a few more down south now obviously Covid we went to Coventry two weeks before Covid stopped and everyone in Coventry were wearing face masks and you come back to Nottingham and nobody was wearing face masks and um, it was quite a strange thing that we said it looks like um, something you know something's something's happening happening. yeah Yeah, yeah, and um, but then obviously we had, we couldn't go anywhere for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just started up again. We're going to Durham next month. Oh, yeah, so nice. We're gonna have, yeah, we're going to have a, beautiful a, a yeah, beautiful, yeah. yeah, We went round, I mean, Litchfield, very. Surprisingly phenomenal cathedral beautiful little town I absolutely town.
0: agree with you beautiful cathedral yeah. there isn't it? yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah. we've had
1: some great nights out. we've been to some you know if you ask me what the worst one I'd say Stoke Stoke has got to be
0: there you go no offence Stokies, but there you go
1: Stokeys I call the A50 the Stoke bypass I'm on it all the time going to United but try not to all start right.
0: okay. <laughs> well I think Stoke is one of those places people tend to pass through really? isn't
1: it? to be fair <laughs> We went to Trenton Monkey Gardens. Um, oh yeah! Unreal, is unreal, it? oh, unreal! Walked around like <laughs> I for went a long time. Yeah, there. walked around for about quarter of a mile and said, "There's nothing here. This is rubbish." Yeah. And then all of a sudden you turn a corner and there's 200 Barbary monkeys there. It's um, un- unreal. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. It was um, I-, I left Nikki on her own. She was on crutches at the time. She'd broken her leg and was just recovering and I walked off to take a photograph of her and two female monkeys attacked each other and were fighting right next to her and I'd walked by and I'll tell you what, they get y- loud
0: don't they oh, yeah. yeah they were yeah.
1: the reason I didn't get to her quick enough is because I was doubled up crying with laughter on, on the floor trying to pick <laughs> my camera up. bless her did it like a jump it was it was a bit frightening for yeah, a second, you know. It at First, it's like, are these two going to sc- go away? At each they were other. they were screaming. Yeah. But it was a great day, out and we've told loads of people. Yeah. Go to Stoke. The best yeah, restaurant in Tremson Stoke actually, is. The, it's lovely, yeah, yeah. It was lovely. The gardens and everything yes, was really they good. Are, yeah. Aren't
0: they? But I didn't know about the monkeys. How did I miss the monkeys? Oh, I love monkey monkey. park. You yeah, have yeah, a look- a, You have a look up. I certainly will. Tell me, do you like cinema or anything like that?
1: Do you like films? Um, I, I'm a I'm a film buff, but I'm a big reader. Um, yeah, I read. Um, I try and read a whole book a week. Yeah. Um, I've got about 190 books on my Kindle, and when something finishes and nothing's new, I go back to authors that have um, something you've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I got into Lee Child, the Jack Reacher books, hey, some yeah, years brilliant. ago. Yeah. Um, Michael Connolly, the yes. Bosch books, and um, John Connolly, the Charlie Parker books, which to me are unreal, really, really good, yeah. But loads of authors. You know, I'm, I'm currently reading, I think, Stephen Leather.
0: Right, So yes. I just, look, I just love reading... Charlie
1: Parker as in um, the... No, no, saxophonist. Yes. No, he's called Bird by his mates because of that Charlie Parker. But it's, Ah, um, so it's a character. It's written by an Irish guy who writes about most of the books are centred around um, New England you know um, Scarborough and New Hampshire them sort of areas um, and um, but they're really really good yeah, I mean yeah, you just you, you you know, I've, I've 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 had other authors before where you've ended up on the tenth book. You, yeah. you, you see similarities with number three and four because they yeah. they're just rehashing them. But these these books are really really they're good. are they? Even Nikki, who is very sceptical because of the content, yeah. she's got into them and read every single one as well. Yeah, so. Do you feel yeah. it, do you, do you, is, does
0: that help you switch
1: off from work? You know, sometimes I bring my Kindle with me. And my Kindle, because of my eyes, is now on like 90-year-old um, grandma size, like four lines a page. And what I explain to people is, because I would always take it with me, if I can read a couple of pages, if I get distracted with work, you know, that horrible thing called work that means you have to stop reading, if I've got it on 20 lines per page, I have to go to the top of the page again. So that's my excuse for being virtually blind in reading. But yeah it is it's big escapism it it helps me relax helps you forget about certain things i mean i went through some anxiety a few years ago to do with a, a problem i had with my stomach and i was waking up in the middle of the night on the monday night thinking about a job i had to do on saturday and couldn't get to sleep you know and reading sometimes i wake up at four o'clock now and i, I reach for my kindle mm-hmm. i read for 20 minutes and i'm not off again, again you know wake yeah. up with it stuck to my face i'm going back
0: to the jack reacher books now do yeah. you like do you like the films with tom i
1: tell you the truth um and i love this <laughs> question i really do you're very very good um, I detached myself from the character that I built in my head as being Jack Reacher because that's what you do yeah. you detach yourself yeah. the two biggest abhorrences in the world of cinema <laughs> is one having Sylvester Stallone play Judge Dredd in the first <laughs> Judge Dredd movie I means to me, that was a guy who can barely talk, Judge Dredd has never shown his face and he takes his helmet off after two minutes. And then having a five-foot-four Tom Cruise play a six-foot-five, 18-stone-of-muscle Jack Reacher yeah, come on, come on. Was, was weird. But detaching yourself from the books, I <laughs> love the films, and we've seen them at least twice each.
0: It's, it's funny you say that, because I remember when they came out, I, 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 I have not read Jack Reacher yeah. but Quite recently, I watched the films first. My mum was a big reader, my dad was a big reader as well, but my mum was a big reader as well, and she re- she liked the Jack Richard Yeah. And I remember when they were saying they were going to make the film with Tom, and the critics came in saying, "How can he play this exactly character? Right. It's nothing like the character based yeah. in the in the book." And I remember my mum saying, "Oh no, I, he'll he's right for it." And she said, "I don't know why, but I feel he's right for it. I feel he'll he'll do a good job."
1: I think um, he's done a good job on the films, but yeah. not as Jack Reacher. That ah, sounds ridiculous. Right.
0: Yeah. So you, you didn't mind the films, but you didn't believe that he was the character. So I, I
1: detached myself. You know, I, mean, I know do they're you Reacher that films. Into the books, mate. yeah, I
0: can understand
1: that. But they brought a TV series out recently.
0: Right.
1: Jack Reacher. It's called Reacher. Yes,
0: heard of it.
1: And the guy is six foot five, Peck's like um, you know dinner oh, plates.
0: Like yeah, yeah,
1: and. Okay. Although probably the acting wasn't as good, um, it's more believable okay because there is a bit of humour in the reaching books. I mean, there's loads of murder, there's loads of horrendous, you know, stuff going on and, and theft she and all sorts. Lee, of, isn't he? Really good fact. Tra- from Coventry. Yeah, yeah. Lee you
0: know, Child. Yeah. Lee Child is reaching from Lee.
1: Coventry. Worked for ATV. I think I, I think I do remember that. I heard him yeah. interviewed not long ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's from
1: God. Uh, Coventry City fan. Who would, would have thought?
0: He's a yeah. Coventry City fan.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah. I know I know yeah doing a story about a big American XMP <laughs> roaming around but really good and the new TV series is really good okay. and it, and it, it pays homage to one of the one of the sort of um, earlier books but it's really really good is it? but I did like um, one shot I think the first Reacher was it was based on the book one shot about uh-huh. the um, snipers very very watchable yeah um, they are
0: brilliant but then the
1: Bosch books I've for you sorry yeah. go on no no the Bosch books have been I think it's Titus Titus Welliver right uh, an actor came on as Bosch and the Bosch books they were it was quite strange because yeah. he did 25 books over 25 years and obviously you've got to the guy's got to age mm-hmm. you know the guy can't be the same age doing the same things all the time so he made in this aged, grumpy guy towards the end. Yes. Well, then he's done the TV series, and originally um, Harry Bosch was was um, an ex tunnel rat in um, Vietnam, right. and now he's a tunnel rat in Afghanistan. You know, so they've brought it fifteen, maybe twenty five years further apart. Okay. But the old grizzly guy is believable as, and you know, he's they've done seven series. Must watch. It's on Amazon Pro. I am just gonna say where is it on? Yeah. Bosch. Okay. Hieronymus B-O-S-C-H. Bosch. who was named after this oh. painter that used to paint um, gruesome yes. medieval paints. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, that's that's the story. Yes. Yeah. But honestly, very, very good. Great backstories yeah. and you know, I'm reading stuff at the moment that I wouldn't even waste you you, you, you Hey, you, you, you've got
0: some cracking recommendations. <laughs> <this day. laughs> you like yeah. them,
1: honestly, you will. Honestly. Charlie yeah. Parker with the John Connolly, books. yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant, okay. and he's an Irish, he's an Irishman.
0: John Connolly, Charlie Parker, I'm yeah, on it. You love, love that a recommendation.
1: <laughs> so and yeah, I- I love Revin, and in terms of cinema, we used to we used to finish work and go to the showcase for the midnight. You know, regularly oh. used to mid. And then, obviously, you get so much on your TV now, so many streaming things. I still try and watch films. Um, We've we've watched loads of series. And obviously, they're spending millions on series now. Yes. You know, so you've got Hollywood actors playing seven series of this, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's taken a little bit of my movie love away yes but we have recently watched all of the um, Harry Potter films mm-hmm. and the two um, Fantastic Beasts films to get I ready know. for we're going to the cinema oh, next nice. week to see Dumbledore Secrets or something yeah, yeah.
0: Is, yeah, yeah. Three, so. so I still
1: love the cinema do you, you one like of our it, first you know. cinema date, dates me and Nicky yeah I got um, at the showcase, I got a large popcorn with as much butter as they'd put in it. Mm. And when she got up to leave, she because it'd been on her knee, mm. she realised she'd got like a pound and a half of melted butter oh, on her new jeans.
0: Bless
1: her. So, yeah, but so yeah. Memorable
0: well, for lots of reasons. Great
1: though. memorable, great memories. Just don't you think
0: that, that's what <laughs> things like cinemas are about, though? I love them. It? Cinemas, love them. holidays, yeah. it's about memories, isn't
1: it? When I worked on Marco Island. And escapism? Could, yeah, escapism. They can look this up Marco Movies. Um, I think it was set up by Tom Cruise's mum, who lived... I oh, never met her, but she lived on Marco Island at the time. Oh. But Marco movies, when I lived there, you could go into the movie theatre half an hour before the film, sit down at a table in the cinema, oh. order chicken sandwiches, burgers, curly fries, all that stuff, you oh. know, all snacks, um, and beer, and wait for eating a meal in a cinema and no. that was brilliant yeah, that was that really pathetical. really good yeah. yeah.
0: very, very American
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I can't believe it hasn't reached us yet actually mind you what people take in sometimes they are like I mean, of the meal course they have a
1: takeaway yeah jumping <laughs> away on don't eat them no
0: and do you like f- your food yeah I know you do your catering I know you've done yeah. you know your catering but, in the pub for a long time yeah for do you. Year- do you like going out for meals or has it sort of she know,
1: that experience for you Nick, as well being Nicky, involved in ketchup. yeah nikki will tell you one thing the the we were in a restaurant one night about 10 years ago and the menu came out and i'm going how can they <laughs> effing charge 30 quid for a piece of meat that's four quid you know and that sort of she she's had to steer me away from that like forget about it we're just going out we're having yeah this that and the other we, we tend to try and go out. We, we fell in love with Son of Steak in town, in Nottingham. We, were, we went there, we had ended up every birthday and everything. People were giving us vouchers for Son of Steak because we were having a Monday night only off then. So we'd go to Slimming World, <laughs> have, have a weigh-in, and then go to Son of Steak and have <laughs> monstrous amounts of steak and sauces and stuff. Are you not alone there? So yeah, do that. don't mind it, but we do love cooking, both of us. Mm. Um, We do a cookery competition once a month in the pub on the last Tuesday of every month called Man Vs. Woman. And it's customer led. Let's say this week we did um, sweet and sour chicken. Um, So mine was a Hong Kong style sweet and sour chicken with vegetables and rice. And Nikki did a sweet and sour chicken with a homemade vegetable and noodle spring roll um, and hoisin sauce, homemade. And Nicky won, unfortunately, on this one. I'm now winning... I'm 6-3 up with a first to 10. So what
0: do you do? You just
1: serve the food? People... It's free. It's free? It's free. Yeah. There were 46 people out on Tuesday, and they get a voting slip. We give them a container with A and B written on it, with one of... They don't know ah, who's right. cooked. And then on the back of the voting slip, there's four options for what they want us to cook next month. So in this on this cycle cottage pie won out so next month if anybody likes cottage pie and they're listening <laughs> at the end of May the last Tuesday <laughs> in May we'll be doing co- two different cottage pies I think that's a um, lovely idea. yeah we've done we, we, we both love cooking and <laughs> Nikki says about my cooking is I believe that I'm the better chef <laughs> uh, and I believe I could work as a chef in a two-star to three-star <laughs> setting, um, because but Nikki will say that if you eat my food regularly, you would be a hundred stone, because I use loads of butter and I use yeah I use ingredients that I like to. What what we've done for years, and we have hundreds of recipes because of this, is if we go out to a restaurant or a pub and eat something we like, mm-hmm. we come back and try and recreate it. Do so, you use more butter than James Martin? Do you think? Do you know what? It's, we, we've got our signature soup called Coal Cannon. Mm. And during the lockdown, when we were doing soups for the food kitchen at uh, the Richard Herod for Gellingborough Council, we, Nikki videoed me doing the soups. Yeah. Um, so we did a soup tutorial that went out on our Facebook page. Yeah. And we tried to make it store cupboard soups, you know, things that you could use from your store cupboard. Mm. But um, one of them is that our signature soup is Coal Cannon. And because we were making it for 120 people, I dropped in 15 packs of butter into the one soup, and we called it the Mountain of Butter, and that's become a bit of a joke. If ever we're doing a soup now, customers will text Nicky on the Facebook page and say, yeah, is this one got a Mountain of Butter in it? So probably occasionally... I bet it was
0: blooming lovely. It's really nice. I bet it was gorgeous. Yeah. I wasn't having to go with James Martin and his butter... The more butter,
1: the better. Oh, definitely, yeah. You, oh, you can have that one. The more
0: butter, yeah. the better.
1: We do a vegan. We do a vegan option <laughs> with the, that, that soup because no, I'm kidding. unfortunately there are more vegans coming yes, around there. Yeah. But we we just trialed it and we put butter beans in instead of butter. Oh,
0: I love butter beans. Yeah, well, and blend of butter?
1: it. And blend it. Is it nice? Well, because they've got potatoes anyway. Green cabbage, mm. onions, butter beans, and some vegetable stock. Oh, nice. It makes a really, really nice yeah, soup, but it, it hasn't got butter in it. No, but it's a
0: lovely vegan option. <laughs> yeah, right it is. Yeah. I absolutely love my butter.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought when you said a cooking competition, I thought you were you were getting customers. No. To, you know, to, to cook
1: things on the, on the, the premises. The customers, uh, we've got four or five of the customers, always ask, can we get involved in it? Yeah and what i try and say to people which is definitely not i'm not sort of you know putting my hand in the face and saying laters but somebody can have a dinner party for six people and be under pressure we're cooking for 40 to 50 and you have to keep the food hot and you have to serve it all within a few minutes i wouldn't want to put anyone under that pressure no
0: and it is pressure, isn't it? Yeah, it is it?
1: ridiculous yeah. pressure yeah
0: i'm saying that i'm not a very good cook I'm, <laughs> say, I'm, I'm not really a cook so no. i do like eating other people's food who, yeah you know same as me yeah who are good cooks but you cook as well do you enjoy it by the
1: way i love cooking yeah um
0: good cooks often love it don't yeah
1: they? i love cooking but my my nightmare is although we do this for a living we catered for 75 three-course meals last Saturday at the TA-centric Carlton, And at the end of the meal, I'm walking around genuinely, was everything okay? Was everything okay? Not because I'm worried about getting paid, because I've already been paid. Yeah. It is it is a passion to me, you know, oh. and, it, and, it, and if somebody goes, yeah, it's all right, then you think, well, oh, that must have been crazy. Does it crush you a bit? It shouldn't do, but it does. No, it does because no, it, it does mean. Do, right. do you know what? Honestly, we don't often get it, but because I try to be jolly and we work with it, sometimes we do five jobs a year for people. Oh. They'll say it's a fantastic meal just as usual and I Mm. go away thinking he's just being nice because he knows me and he don't want to upset me. No, no. No, I don't
0: think as usual people would say that, honestly. I do think they'd probably
1: mean it. Hey, big yourself up, Dave. I know, I will do, I will do. Hey, listen,
0: always trust uh...
1: a 22-stone chef.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hey, how are your desserts, by the way?
1: I'm not good at... We're good at... um, Putting them out, but I'm not good at cooking desserts to be fair. Yeah. Nikki, so does
0: Nikki do the desserts? She
1: makes amazing cakes, um, amazing desserts, crumbles, all sorts is, of stuff. has she done pot. this apple pie
0: tonight, apple she pie hasn't. Busted.
1: No, that is, is a, that a product. Yeah, okay. we bought some we bought some stuff in that um hey why not yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you can't really
0: go wrong with that no no, no.
1: and it looks be it, nice. it's been bashed up a bit we bash it up yeah. a bit so it looks so made. I'm, <laughs> <saying,
0: mate. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely taking so some with me if you've got any left mm. oh, okay. oh, do you know what Dave? you you can just talk and talk and yeah, talk forever is and it? ever no have you always
1: been like this i think so you, yeah you're, you're
0: very natural talk aren't
1: you yeah. I, I don't know what it is i, I just think i i, I love people oh. i'm a people watcher definitely. You mentioned restaurants earlier when we go to a restaurant i want to sit at a, at a table that you can see everybody coming in or you can i know it's mad it just it, she always says that Nick. she'll leave me the chair against the wall because she knows I'm a, I'm a people watcher and you know talking about the clubs we mentioned stories earlier on you almost get a seventh sense for when there's going to be trouble when, you work, when you've when you worked in nightclubs in town or yeah. when there's a time you can step in and sort of diffuse something. Mm. And I used to say it all the time, and it, it, it sometimes gets a little bit debilitating because you're wrong sometimes. Mm. You know, your two mates are being stupid pretending to wrestle and you're getting ready to dive on them yes. and then they break apart and hug and... And they're laughing,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So
1: it makes you... <laughs> And do, you t- do,
0: do, do, and do you chat to? Do you like chatting to people? You know.
1: You know when we're out, do you out, make man,
0: conversation with people? My, my son
1: James gets embarrassed sometimes because, you know, I've always got a story. To, you know, if somebody says, "All oh, this happened," I'm not saying I try and I try and um, you know, you know, you put your two kings down and I'll put two aces down. Yeah. But because I've been around for so long and i have been in a pub situation and I've got, and I, and I know so many people and I've always been a chatter. You know, somebody, we, we were having a, a, a curry the other day and a, a guy was, a, a guy who was, he was chatting in, in Urdu or Farsi or whatever. He was, a, yeah. and he was pure white. And I'd said to James, we'd seen him before, and I said to James, I'm sure that that guy is, is, a, is Pakistani, but he's, um, has got skin pigment differences. Ah, yes, and yes. we talked to him afterwards and he was and he is, but and he is it done, is it, bit, bit, bit
0: of like
1: something, something like that, yeah. But then I told him the story about a guy I knew when we were in the clubs years ago called Khalid Khan, yeah. who was an albino yes. Pakistani from a Pakistani family, in pure white with white hair yeah. and red eyes. And uh-huh. and then when we'd gone, James said, Why do you always have to extend these conversations, oh. you know? And I said he says, "Oh my. He says, we've just gone there for a curry, that guy has as well. And you end up talking about somebody you knew 25 years ago. With albinos? That's, yeah, with well, an yeah, albino. But
0: you know what, that, that's... You know, you know what,
1: they might have known each other, you never but you know. You never know,
0: it's yeah. just conversation alive. and life.
1: What kids do, I
0: think, probably do get embarrassed by stuff
1: like I, that. I think James has taken on some of my traits, because <laughs> all of my friends, when they meet him out, if he's had a beer or if he's not had a beer, they all say... What a warm, you know. He he talks to people. He's very respectful. He he's, he, he is a chatter. But probably I'm a ten times chatter and he's a <laughs> two times chatter. You know, mm. that's all. By ten um, years' time,
0: he'll probably be. Yeah, probably that's good. right. When
1: he's fifty-five, and he's had more yeah. life experience. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: like, I think it's good to chat to people. We're a bit. We're, we're very accepting in the UK, but we're quite reserved in a lot of ways, aren't we? Elizabeth. And I like chatting to yeah. people as well. Um, I mean, I don't get that much. But no. <laughs> so, that's, so that's probably why. But I think you like like you say you know when you can do it and when to yeah. step back, can not you?
1: Yeah. When to I went to London. Uh, to, I lived in London for a year. That was one thing I forgot. Yeah. About. I worked for Thresher's Wine Stores down there. I'd, right, yeah. I'd left a job somewhere. Uh, I, I was working at a hotel. I didn't like the job. Left the job, and I broke my, broke my foot playing football. Mm-hmm. So a job that I was supposed to start went away, and I applied for Thresher's Wine Stores, and got a job in London. I went to work in. I, I, I worked in the Pimlico branch and lived yes. above the Stratton Common branch. Yes. And I was shocked at how insular <laughs> life in London was and I told people you get on the tube with the same people every day if you smile at somebody they move away heaven forbid that you talk to them I was going in the same shop every morning buy a can of pop and a Mars bar on the way to work and trying to make conversation with a guy that I was in effect spending money with every day of the week and we were buying our milk off him it was a local store did not want to know not interested Um, and it was sad for me, and it was like they were saying to me, Oh, you northerners. I thought, I'm not a northerner, I'm, no. from, the fucking nor- I'm from the Midlands, yeah. you know. I'm not- so, Do you well, yeah, think you think we're
0: from the north, you haven't been to Glasgow? Well,
1: yeah, they, that's exactly right. There, I think everybody they say north of the Watford Gap north is a northerner, Gap, yeah. but um, we you know, it was um, it, it, it was sad in a way. I was it there is. for about 10 or 11 months, yeah. and, I, and I said I would never ever. And when James was on about obviously his job, he's an accountant. May eventually take him to London. A lot of his friends are working there. I said, James, you won't believe it. I know it's all right talking to you in a circle of friends, but surely everybody talks to people, nods to people, and says hello to a neighbour. But in London, it didn't appear to be like that. So
0: it's very much. Different world is this day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: All I like all I like about London now is Premier League football grounds and <laughs> Wembley. Is it? Yeah, just go to the away football games and I'm I'm not interested I'll never live there again.
0: No, no. No, I'm saying love it for a visit, absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, I'm a theatre gal. Theatre, museum, art galleries, you name it. Yeah. I love them all. Yeah. I'm not even so much into shopping, you know. I don't mind a walk around Selfridges. But,
1: um... I walk into a shop and grab something and walk out with it. Yeah, and No, you surprised oh, me. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, anywhere,
0: or just in London.
1: Oh, no, I wouldn't shop in London. Anywhere. No way, no. I <laughs> no. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a working class Saint Anne's lad who no matter how much money I've got, I will still try and save a penny on something, you know. It's it drives my wife mad, Does you know? it? Where, Oh, it drives her mad, you know. I, I go out and do a shop for an outside catering job and I'll drive to six different shops because I know that one has a certain thing, half the price of this one and it, and it drives it. she said, you know, if you're charging the right money, but it's just that thing, you know, you, you grew up in the seventies with not loads and you don't, I mean, when we take my mum out for something to eat, we have to hide the bill from her because she starts going on about that was what she used to have to live a month on you Yes, know.
0: I, d- I know, I know exactly what you mean i tell you a, that a certain generation people must be shocked to the core at how much things are nowadays exactly and knock but you know what Dave I think you make up for that but she doesn't call you tight, does she? Does she just call you careful? Because um,
1: I don't know if you it's like a, that in your No, I'm not, life. I'm not, I'm not, but she has mentioned the word tight before, <laughs> but um, different, I suppose, we're different, okay. we're from, from a different age, you know. I mean, I've always said with Nikki, we have that much delivered from Amazon. I've said to her, if somebody put on Facebook that you, you, you put cat shit in a bag and it was four quid, because it's online she'll order it <laughs> i know it sounds terrible because she does order loads of great stuff
0: lockdown? i hate the, the phrase lockdown i really yeah, yeah, do yeah but, yeah uh, yeah what happened during our period of having to stay at home
1: yeah um,
0: like the online she does
1: it all she's done it forever and <laughs> it winds me up I'll go mad and I'll say what is that is that necessary she moves it out the way and eight months later it's a specific thing for either a birthday present for me no. my son my mum her mum and dad her yes. brother Matt you know her niece who she absolutely worships, and she is brilliant but I see these bags and boxes and guys knocking on the door and dropping stuff at the door and I'm like, do we really need all of this? But she finds places for it all, and she's Absolutely, got stuff. That yes. And occasionally, I'm embarrassed at opening something angrily, thinking, what on what crap has she got now? And it's something for it's my not, for our anniversary oh, or you something. Can't you know. can't
0: it then, can you? No, you she's can't she's brilliant. Lock it
1: yeah. I've told you the two people in my life I'm most proud of hmm. is number one is definitely my wife, Nikki. Nikki, Nikki has a disability um, which she inherited from her father. <laughs> She hates talking about it. She, we will park furthest away from a disabled space wherever we go. She's in agony most days, and she just does. She on.
0: have a disability badge.
1: She doesn't use it. Do, because but she has one. If she if she if, if she ever has one, she thinks that there's gonna be somebody worse off than her and she doesn't want to take that space up. She's unreal. And, and would
0: she mind you saying what her disability is? Oh Could yeah, she's got a,
1: a no, it's a, a, a muscle wasting disease called um, it's muscular atrophy basically. It's oh, called no. Marco Sherry tooth or something. No idea. Yeah, and she has loads of pain, loads of so loads of operations. She she ended up breaking her leg three times right. within eighteen months. Um, because it hadn't set properly the first time and she just gets up every morning and she cracks on and... She's unreal, and in my time of anxiety a couple of years ago, I could definitely have sank. It was a bad time, Um, I, I couldn't get out of it, there were some days when I, it's like tears of a clown, I'm coming to work every day having to be the joker and having to be, but I was, you know, crumbling, I was really bad. Without Nikki I would have crumbled, definitely, she was unreal, she put up with so much crap, um, and she's brilliant and the second person is my son who yes. worked at Man United for two years and got a first in his degree I, you know they're, they're two people they're the closest people in my life apart from my mum who is unreal yes um, they're the closest people in my life and um, it's lovely you're able to yeah. express yourself yeah I they're like. both really really you talk
0: about really working class lad like from St Anne yeah. and you're more than you know willing to say how much you love your wife your son and your
1: mum oh big time my mum is of that generation where sometimes I put my arms around her and tell her I love her and kiss her and she's actually holding back you know she's standing back with her arms out because it's not something it's and all the all the Irish societies and everything they're all patriarchal societies right. you know they, they, it's all about the bloke yes. but our mum brought me and my brother Seamus up my brother Seamus I love him as well I haven't yes. mentioned him yet love him Forest fan though used, <laughs> used to be a United fan with us when I we were kids I there must be one somewhere in your moved, life he moved <laughs> away um, but yeah I love them all um, but mum's brilliant Nicky's unreal and I'm very very proud of James and I think I embarrass him sometimes I send a message when he I know he's out drunk saying love you James and he'll send me oh. one back love you dad because I know he's steaming and he's yes. he'll do that it, oh. but he won't he doesn't do it all the time yeah. but I know he does uh, how much is
0: your brother older or younger
1: my brother's two years younger two inches taller taller six foot seven Seamus is yeah he's a monster, monster. yeah he's great <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's hes a he is a character yeah. he is an unreal character um, if you interviewed him or talk to him sober, true. and then talk to him later drunk, he would think it was too different. Would yeah? Yeah.
0: Is that in a good way? No. Ah, right.
1: <laughs> so you've got
0: to catch him before, before opening out. One of
1: it? the cleverest men I've ever met, the yeah. person I've said, people wouldn't, if they'd seen him out drunk, they wouldn't read. Really, if I was on Who Wants To Be a Millionaire, he'd be the first person I rang, oh. without a shadow of a doubt. He's so, so very clever. And then drinks 40, 50 cans of lager at the weekend and misses work on a Monday morning.
0: Ah, excellent. Hey, if he's happy.
1: Yeah. We haven't even talked about football. Well, we have. It's,
0: it's, it's...
1: Intertwined. <laughs> if we have to finish, I just want to tell everybody, I've been a United fan all my life. <laughs> my Uncle Johnny mentioned before, but became a United fans. I've been away 60 times or more European aways. I've been to five European finals with them. I absolutely love And my moods, As a 55-year-old, I'm embarrassed to say that when we lose to Chelsea tonight, I won't be able to watch any news for two days. I won't be able to read a newspaper and I'll get angry with people who take the piss out of me about it. I'm 55. I'll run a wedding on Sunday. We've got a wedding to do on Sunday. Stevie Wheat, the lady's name is. I don't know her partner's name. um, But lovely people doing it at the Ukrainian club, Clawson Lodge. They're a Ukrainian family. And um, we're doing their wedding and she will think we are the, do- the, the you know, the, the bee's knees. We will give them amazing hot food. Everything will be fine. I'll be very professional. And then I'll look at my phone and realise United have lost. And I'll punch (laughs) the walls in the kitchen, go outside screaming at the moon, you know. So it's ridiculous, really.
0: Oh, Man United fan, David. Never mind. I love them. (laughs) I know you do, I can tell. And I don't feel that you're... Anything that your wife says, any tightness, anything that she may say you're tight with, money-wise that you make up for it a million fold in your complete generosity of spirit oh, thank and you very much I am well, sitting here opposite you he's now shaking my hand <laughs> because he's an absolute lovely gentleman you absolutely are six foot five gentleman thank you
1: thank you very much
0: you just ooze generosity you ooze warmth and hard work and um, I know you adore your wife um, and she's lucky to have you as well
1: you've oh, a you. very lovely couple yeah
0: and do you know what it's been fantastic to meet you, dear. and
1: you too, honestly, it I'm really sorry is you're
0: so far away from me in Derbyshire. Yeah, because this would be a lovely, lovely place to pop into. Yeah, but, uh, I hope to again. Yeah,
1: you, hey, you're more than welcome, honestly. This so is only up. part one, isn't it? Yeah. We've got we've got sixteen we've got, hours well, to do. Well, if James
0: gets involved,
1: <laughs> oh, you would love it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you so much for giving hey, me this time. I, no, I, I, wh- I do say that, but I absolutely mean it, honestly. And I know you're a busy fella. Yeah, and we're sitting in this lovely. Pool, um, it's in the bank, what well, yeah. a cracking name in Netherfield as well. And thank
1: you for your time, honestly, I really appreciate it oh, as well. no, it's been
0: lovely to meet yeah. you, Dave, and I'll see you soon, hopefully. See you soon. Cheers.
1: Thank you, God bless you.
0: Oh, well, see what I mean? What a natural conversationalist David Murphy, Murphy is. What a pleasure to meet you, David. Thank you so much for that, and I hope everybody enjoyed that as much as I did. I didn't really need to do much there, did I? As you can hear he's a big Man United fan, um, adores Man United, his wife, son, mother in that order. And I'm joking. I think his mother might come second. No, I'm joking. What an interesting, lovely man. And you see what I mean about the reading. And what an extremely kind man, whose heart, as I said, really does appear to be in the right place. And I wish him every success in his life and his business and whatever else he wants to do in life. And I liked Tom. I liked it's Jack Reacher, Salisbury. I will see you again. I know I will because I actually forgot my apple pie and soup, so I'll have to come back for it. Thank you again. I hope everybody enjoyed that.